morning, Mid-Missouri, and good morning to our online listeners in Los Angeles and Careville, Texas, and Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and Amherst, Massachusetts, and all those other little red pins on my map. It's time for the wake-up call on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Welcome to December. It is December 1st, and today we're expecting a high of 64 degrees. Stay tuned for a full weather report right after these headlines. Uh, The first one's really more of a reminder. The Medicare annual open enrollment period is ending on Tuesday, December 7th. That's a week from yesterday. This is the time to join, switch, or drop a plan. Coverage for new plans will begin on January 1st as long as the request is received by December 7th. And then we've got one story from Jason Hancock at the Missouri Independent, which I thought was really interesting. Um, An effort to do away with partisan primaries in Missouri and replace them with a ranked choice method got a big boost last week, receiving roughly $670,000 from a Virginia-based nonprofit hoping to put the idea on the 2022 statewide ballot. A group called Better Elections is pushing an initiative petition that would amend Missouri's Constitution to allow all voters to vote for any candidate in a combined primary. So instead of choosing a Democratic or Republican ticket, everybody would be on the same ticket is what that's saying. The four candidates in the primary with the most votes would advance to the general election, regardless of party. Then, in the general election, voters would be allowed to rank those four candidates from first choice to last or just vote for their first choice. The change would apply to elections for statewide office, the Missouri General General Assembly, and the U.S. Congress. Two versions of the initiative petition have been approved by the Secretary of State's office to begin collecting signatures. So, coming soon to a post office near you, someone asking you to sign that. On Wednesdays here on The Wake Up Call, we check in with John Dupuy, who's the host of Tech Radio. Good morning, John. Good morning. What you got oh, for us I've this week? A, yeah. I got an interesting story, but this is one of those few stories where I'm going to have to start with some background, <laughs> because there's apparently a lot of stories that have, I've missed personally, and I suspect a lot of the listeners have. If you've missed it, um, we probably did. Yeah, it's about the idea of a, a xenobot. That's X E N O B O T. It's a basically a biological robot. Those have been apparently been running and working in labs for a while now. I didn't know this. Mm. Uh, the idea is that you take unmodified stem cells from another creature. In this case, um, where the story comes from, from a uh, frog, and they're taking those stem cells and they're arranging them in patterns so that they're epigenetic behavior is different than that of the original host organism. So basically, they can build it. In this case, they're working with um, cell groups of about 3,000 stem cells that convert and change into a robot that does what they're programming it to do. Hmm. So it can move and interact with its environment and excrete chemicals and do other things based on uh, the program behavior of it using uh, computing technology. Um, and so it is a purely biological robot, and which kind of pushes against the idea of it being a robot if it's biological. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular groups that are doing this right now are at the University of Vermont, Tufts University, and Harvard. And uh, those three universities are working on a kind of a joint project. And this is where the story comes in. They've gotten... They've successfully changed the programming and structure of the cells in such a way that they can now reproduce in the lab, Hmm. which 
which reached finally the uh, general press because <laughs> the idea of a self-reproducing um, biological robot kind of raises eyebrows. So like, now, wait, now they're making families. There's mommies and daddies and babies. Like, and <laughs> yeah. And is this what you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, it is a sexual reprodu- reproduction. It's not... Um, that that would be on. That would actually take genetic manipulation to pull that off. Yeah. Um, but in this particular case, it's um, basically the the xenobots are dividing and creating more xenobots within the uh, the structure of the the fluid that they're in in the lab. That's almost more frightening, now, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now they are in a nutrient fluid, so this is. It's really not going to get out and like take over the world or uh-huh. anything like that. At least, sure. not, at, at least not at this stage. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Well, that could possibly go wrong. Yeah, but yeah, um, but it, it's very interesting. It, it takes basically they're doing this to learn more about how epigenetics works. Uh, epigenetics is the genetic behavior of cells based on their position. Uh, this has been well known for a long time. For example, if you take a, a bone marrow stem cell and put it into your liver that stem cell will turn into a liver cell. And it does that because of its position with its neighboring cells. It learns to be a liver cell from the neighboring liver cells. Uh, but how does that exactly work? And it's like the old story of the, there's no better way to learn how cars work than to build a car. <laughs> you know, if you want to build a artificial organism from scratch, you're going to learn a lot about epigenetics, mm. about precisely how all the different mechanisms work. And that's what they're doing. Hmm. Um, and so it's uh, it's a very it's a very interesting thing. They're calling it kinetic replication because I guess <laughs> in order to make it really work, they have to actually kind of crash into something. Got to jiggle it. Got to <laughs> jiggle splitting. the petri dish. Hmm. Yeah, for <laughs> it to work. Um, so it's not perfect replication, but I don't know that that's a goal necessarily right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. But it does reproduce. Uh, it's it's a sign that they've gone from the because the first one they got to work only had three cells in it and they got it to spin around Mm -hmm. there's pictures of that on the net if you want to see it um but uh they're now up to about three thousand cells and they're getting more and more sophisticated in their behaviors and they're not acting of course like frogs because these are unmodified frog stem cells Mm -hmm. so they're not doing genetic manipulation this is uh, epigenetic, epigenetic manipulation mm-hmm. of just simply positioning the cells. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you combine that with genetic manipulation, you probably can go all kinds of different ways with things. But of course, then you're kind of like creating life. Yeah. Or probably a good decade or two before you can do that. Yep. Hmm. So we're safe for the next 10 years. For the next but, 10 years. <laughs> Unless someone crashes into that petri dish and makes them bump, bump together, yeah, what could go wrong? As you, as you said, well, that is really interesting, boy. It's just you just never know what's going to come next, or maybe you do. I don't know, but that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. I mean, some weeks when we talk, it's outer space, and this week it's self-replicating robots. I mean, uh, that are built on, you know, <laughs> animal <laughs> things. That's just so interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, have a great week, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Sounds good. Thanks. So that was an interesting story from John. Uh, If you like that sort of thing, you can follow John on the web at tech.radio. And you can also listen to him right here on KOPN 89.5 FM on Tech Radio. Uh, Full weather report coming up at you here. Today we're going to be reaching a high of 
64 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Overnight, it'll drop down to 47. But the real story is tomorrow. Tomorrow, December 2nd, we're looking at a high of 71 degrees. 68 degrees on Friday and 53 degrees on sa- on Sunday. On um, Saturday, I just typed that wrong for the for the highs. So 71 tomorrow, and then 68, and then 53. It's 47 outside right now in beautiful downtown Columbia. We've got Democracy Now with Amy Goodman coming up next, and then this afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. we'll have the Good Sounds of Jazz followed at uh, at five by Mid Missouri this week, and then at six on Farm and Fiddle, um, tune in to hear a conversation with Nadia. Oh boy, I'm going to butcher this, Nadia. Navarrete Tyndall about native plants. No need to buy decorations from the big box store. Nature provides us with lots of color to brighten up those holiday wreaths. And don't clean that garden. The leaves and weeds provide cover for hibernating pollinators and butterflies. Learn more on Farm and Fiddle, the radio program that celebrates rural life, tonight at 6 p.m. on KOPN 89.5 FM and KOPN.org. And so then after Farm and Fiddle, we've got an hour of Ozark Mountain Highlands, and then Kevin Schultz's Time Machine, taking us back to the 1960s at 8. And then at 10, we've got um, Fem FM with Luna Hawk. And the full schedule, as always, is available online at KOPN.org, as are all of our archived shows. So if you miss your favorite show, you can always go to KOPN.org, and the last, at least the last two weeks are posted there on the program page that you can listen to anytime you like. For the Wake Up Call News team, I'm Sarah Catlin. Hope you have a great day. You're listening to 89.5 FM, KOPN, Columbia.